Merry Christmas, everyone, for today's very special Christmas episode. Why are you looking I at me like that? Like, I don't... It's intense eye contact. Very intense. Look into my eyes. No. <laughs> I don't like to make eye contact. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Especially when the eyes make physical contact. Ugh, don't like it. <laughs> That's right. It's the I Went Outside Today Christmas special. This is one of your three hosts, Chris. This is Cheryl. I'm Sydney. And we're all in the Christmas spirit here. Cheryl and I set up our Christmas tree this past week. We're recording in the earliest part of December. Sydney, how Christmassy are you feeling right now? I haven't set up a Christmas tree since 1993. Were you even born in 1993? Yeah. Rude. <laughs> Did you just Barely. watch mom do it all the time? What? Did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, I've never. I'm not a helper of Christmas tree setup. It's not. I'm not into it. Hmm. I'm not a Christmas person. I don't like the winter. You're a Valentine's Day person. I'm an Easter person. I will eat an unholy amount of Easter candy. That seems very inappropriate for the holiest of weeks. Ah, I like mini eggs, but only at Easter time. They have mini eggs all year round now. But I like to have them at Easter time. They just change the colors. Yeah, but I like the Easter colored ones. I tried to find the Halloween ones to see if they were better, but no dice. There's Christmas ones out right now. I don't want them. I'll just take this moment to apologize. The dog is currently chewing on an antler, so if you hear crunch, 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 crunch noises, it's the dog. That's true. Does he eat it or just chews? He's pulling the marrow out from the inside. Gross. So Freddy's also in the holiday spirit. Yeah. He is. And we got into the holiday spirit. We went down to White Ave and up on the rooftop, click, 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 down came the chimney. Krampus. We hung out with Krampus. I don't know which one was Krampus. They're all Krampus. Okay. I was not clear on the nightmare fuel of who was who. We went down to White Avenue for the annual Krampus Lauf. Uh, Krampus Nacht is a night celebrated every year, usually in Europe and parts of Australia. Explain to me again how this is, like does not constitute a furry convention. Because um, there were many like big fuzzy suits. It's traditional. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's like having your kids visit the Easter Bunny. How is that not a furry convention? How is it not? We should ban it. Why do you want to ban the holidays? I don't know. Do you have anything against people? I came down just really strong on that. We should ban it position, and now I like want to take it back, but I feel like I can't. Well, it's well, too late. Stay tuned for our Easter special. <laughs> <laughs> so Krampus Nacht is celebrated on December 5th every year across Germany, uh, except in Edmonton here where the local Krampus group prefers to celebrate it on a Saturday so everyone could go out. Uh, it occurs the night before the celebration of the Feast of St. Nicholas, a night when people dress up as the devil Krampus and chase naughty children through the streets. Yeah, i never seen the movie or like Googled it or anything. So is the Krampus like a bad guy or is he, doesn't he like drag you to hell? Well, it's not based off a movie. Krampus Knocked is, there is a, a centuries-old tradition. I know, but, like, there is a movie. There is a movie. I assume they give the backstory in the movie. The local community here likes to do the Krampus Knocked every year. They walk up and down White Avenue, dressed up as Krampus, jingling their, like, they're almost like cowbells, I guess. Mm -hmm. They walk around with sacks full of reeds. Krampus likes to beat bad children with reeds. 
Also, typically there are children of some sort, like dolls or the people we were following had a sleigh with a skeleton in it. That means that like some guy named Todd just has like a Krampus suit in his closet all year round. Yes. And then he just breaks it out for the Krampus walk and then he just puts it back? Possibly. I was going to ask Chris if he could look in and see if the uh, German Cultural Society is the one that puts it on. Um... Let's see. Twenty twenty two Krampus Lauf, White Avenue. In twenty twelve, our group performed its first lauf on White Avenue. Ten years later, and we are one of the longest running Krampus groups in North America. We'll be returning to our roots for this year's Krampus Lauf. The walk will be spanning from Gateway Boulevard to one hundred and nine Street on White Ave itself. We will be ending our lauf in Gazebo Park for photos. There will be multiple groups starting in multiple points on White Ave. So keep your eyes out. Uh, their about page for Krampus Knocked Edmonton. Uh, Krampus is the Yule Lord or Christmas Devil of Old Europe. He is a Christmas tradition that goes hand in hand with Saint Nikolaus. Krampus is a large hairy demon that is often seen on December 5th rattling his rusty chains and scaring small children. Krampus wears large cowbells. Ah, they were cowbells. So you will hear him coming long before you see him. Krampus is us traditionally on the 5th of December annually, and they started the tradition to uh, bring it and sort of instate it as a tradition in Canada. And so since Sydney has so many questions, I'd pull up an article from Mental Floss here. Excellent. About what Krampus is from Mental Floss here. Uh, nine facts about Krampus, St. Nick's demonic companion. This is written by Jess Zimmerman. So fact number one. Sydney. I'm listening. I don't know the facts. Krampus is a Christmas demon. Who is Krampus? In Austria and across the German-speaking Alpine region, the demonic character is a crucial part of the holiday season. He's a devilish figure with long horns and a goatee beard, much like typical portrayals of Satan. And you might encounter a procession of, of Krampus's stalking through the town laden with bells and chains, intimidating onlookers and whipping them with bundles of sticks. That doesn't seem very civilized. Fact number two, December the 5th belongs to Krampus. If you survive, you might get presents. So is he friends with St. Nick? I'll get to that. According to legend, Krampus will spend the night visiting each house. He might leave bundles of sticks for bad children, or he might just hit them with the sticks instead. He might toss them into a sack or basket on his back and then throw it in a stream, or he might straight up take them to hell i knew it i knew that the next day though is nicholas taug i will butcher all of these terms be prepared how dare you also known as saint nicholas's day the same saint nicholas whose dutch name sinterklaas evolved into santa claus in other words it's time for presents for all the little girls and boys that is all the ones who haven't already been beaten damned or drowned nice that's murder if you drown the children. Eh, he's not human, so it's not murder. Is murder only between humans? It's a killing. What if aliens that were like sentient came in and murdered us? That they'd, would be murder. They'd be killing. No, it's murder. So referring back to your question from before, Krampus may be a monster, but he pals around with Santa. Originally, Krampus was a purely pagan creation said to be the son of hell from Norse mythology. But he got grafted onto Christian tradition as a sidekick of St. Nick, similar to figures like Zwart Piet in the Netherlands and Knecht Reprecht 
in Germany. I don't know why, like, St. Nick would hang out with Krampus demon that murders children, though. Because he knows whether you've been bad or good. So be good, for goodness sake. Do saints, like, sanction the murder of bad children? Um, I don't know. They might. Christianity's wild. So... I don't know a lot about the history, but typically when the Christians were coming in and trying to convert everyone to Christianity, or if you want to argue the Catholics, they tried to make it more approachable for the pagan people by adopting some of the pagan traditions. So I don't think that they were originally associated. I think it was something that became associated later Mm. because of the, as Chris said before, that they were a pagan deity or creature so it's like when you do a group project and one guy just has all bad ideas but you let him have the least bad idea in the group project so there's no bullying um kind of maybe i don't know if i would say that it's a bad idea because to murder children and drag them to hell there are still people who practice paganism that's true okay are they murdering children and dragging them to hell that i think they mostly just like light candles and chill Probably. So this fourth fact, it's more about Krampus knocked itself, but Krampus revelers will hit, push, and whip spectators at their parades. Krampus of legend whips people with his birch bundle, but he's a literal demon. Surely the costume human Krampus partiers wouldn't do the same thing, right? Wrong. Here's a description of the Salzburg Krampuslauf from a tourist who expected mere costumed buffoonery and came home with welts. So this is their entry. The narrow streets in the old city section of Salzburg were packed with pedestrians as the Krampus stomped through. Many people were caught unaware and reacted with terror. Some would flee and try to seek refuge in a shop or restaurant, only to be pursued by a determined Krampus. With so many easy targets, we again managed to escape largely unharmed. At times we were chased, jostled, and struck. But compared with the brutality we witnessed, it was obvious we had been spared the full brunt of what Krampus could muster. The writer went to Krampuslaus in three cities and described savage beatings to people's thighs and shins, as well as a Krampus chasing down and sitting on a teenager. But despite all of its savagery, they do say it's all in good fun. At least they only go for the legs. Mm-hmm. This feels like the preamble to the purge. <laughs> I'm not saying that pagans have all bad ideas, but this is a weird idea, and I would be mad if someone hit me with sticks. I mean, it is kind of a purge. Krampus is purging all the world of all the bad kids. That's true. Yeah, maybe this is how we get there. Yep. The fifth Krampus fact. Krampus's appearance varies, but he often has one human foot and one cloven foot. Hmm. Seems uncomfortable. Not very ergonomic. He's like a pirate. He's got a peg leg. Also not very ergonomic. Mm. Probably bad for the spine, I imagine. Uh, Krampus has also been a fixture on Austrian holiday greeting cards since the 1800s, where he's shown pursuing women and menacing children. On the cards, Krampus traditionally has a long tongue that sometimes lolls halfway down his chest and sports one human foot and one cloven foot. No one is entirely sure why. Are the parents sad that their children are getting dragged to hell, or they're, like, not sad? It's only the bad kids that get dragged to hell. What do the parents have to be sad about? I don't know. Didn't your mom ever give you, like, don't do that or the boogeyman will get you stories? No. Oh. Actually, our mom's uh, line was, behave or I'm selling you to the gypsies. Ah, that's right. Mm, And, uh, behave or I'll leave you on the side of the road like an unwanted puppy. (laughs) 
Because, uh, yeah, that's typically what this type of situation is for. It's to threaten your kids. Like, if, if the threat of not getting a gift from Santa Claus is not enough to scare your kids into being good, now you've got an actual demon that will come beat your children and steal away and murder them in the night. So I don't think it seems healthy in the age of gentle parenting. Well, we, not everywhere has gentle parenting. That's true. It's a modern invention. It is. Krampus fact number six. Some Austrian households had year-round decor meant to warn kids of Krampus. There's a legend in Styria that Krampus would deliver gold-painted bundles of birch sticks to children. These were essentially small versions of the bundle of twigs he would use to beat people. The families would hang the, tw the birch twigs on the wall for the rest of the year as decoration and to remind the kids to stay in line, like a very draconian elf-on-the-shelf kind of reminder. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. But is Elf on the Shelf to remind you to be good? Yes. I thought he just goes in your house and like messes around with all your stuff. I thought initially the story was something along the lines of he was to watch the kids so he could report back to Santa over whether they've been good or bad. Oh, I just like when he does little pranks. Or am I thinking of leprechauns? No, you're thinking the Elf on the Shelf. There's okay. a lot of people who post those images online. And they do like leprechaun pranks. Yeah. yeah. Number seven. Krampus was once banned by fascists. Hmm, fair. Between 1934 and 38, when Austria was under fascist rule, Krampus was seen as a symbol of sin, anti-Christian ideals, and, worst of all, social democrats. I would think that fascists would like Krampus because he drags children to hell and beats people with sticks. Besides which, how can they think that it's anti-Christian, you said? Yep. Isn't that the whole idea of the Old Testament was to make people fear God? Yeah, it was very Krampus-like. So, like, I feel like that's a little backwards to be like, well, this guy's too much of a, a evil to be Christian, blah, blah, blah. It's like, read the freaking Bible. There's a whole bunch of mentions of demons and devils. And... It's true. And, you know, maybe because, like, Jesus never bothered to leave the Middle East to visit the Norse area or Germany where Krampus was. Mm -hmm. That just makes it automatically pagan. That's true. I don't think he never bothered to. I just think he got sidetracked with the crucifixion. And turned into a Zambia. Yeah. It's true. I'm sure it was on his list. Stay tuned for our Easter episode. <laughs> <laughs> where we do zombie walk. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the newspaper of the Austrian Catholic Union called for a Krampus boycott and further mandated that all aspiring St. Nicholas's must be licensed by the city. They also Ooh. pledged to arrest Krampus whenever they saw him, though it didn't rise to the level of a ban. In 1953, the head of Vienna's kindergarten system also published a pamphlet calling Krampus an evil man and warning parents that celebrating him could scar their children for life. Hmm. Fact number eight. Sorry, I had no comment on that yeah, one. Yeah, me neither. It was not the best fact. I don't know. Anti-fascist makes them kind of like rock and roll. A little, but I I agree where I think it's weird that the fascists didn't like Krampus. Hmm. Yeah, because Krampus is kind of a fascist. Yeah. Kind of a fascist. I mean, yeah, like a yeah. lot of a fascist. You would think that you he can't would just be... beat people with sticks. It's not allowed. It is if you're fascist. Like, yeah. There you go. <laughs> the strong shall rule. <laughs> Maybe they were worried he was going to take over their government. Maybe. Maybe it was like too much competition mm -hmm. for whoever was in Maybe. charge at the time. Or people were 
more afraid of him than they were the fascist government and mm. fascists couldn't have that so this next one here just sort of a short fact krampus masks are valuable pieces of folk art oh yeah i could see that yeah. they're creepy though nine you can celebrate krampus even if you're in the u.s become increasingly popular in north america he's shown up on venture brothers grim supernatural the colbert rapport and american dad and there's a movie and there's a movie Mm -hmm. Los Angeles has a burgeoning Krampus scene. Of course, for some people, the holidays are scary enough without throwing a demon beast with a penchant. With a penchant? Penchant. With a penchant for physical assault into the mix. But if you're the kind of person who goes to extra scary haunted houses at Halloween, take heart. That terror doesn't have to stop just because we've entered a season of togetherness and joy. Which is what attracted Cheryl and I to go to it. Mm Mm-hmm. It was uh, one of our first Christmases together. We went to Krampusnacht. Yeah, that 100% checks out. I'm also part Austrian, so feels like... Heritage things. Yeah. First year we went, there was fire breathing, and yep. uh, we oh, saw some fun. crying children. It was mm-hmm. a great time. Yep. They get into it with the movements and like the jerkiness and like the little creepy movements mm-hmm. of it all. Yeah, when we were sitting at the restaurant eating our food while the Krampuses walked past they would like tap on the window some of them and glare at you through the window and it was a good time Mm -hmm. and we even followed around a Krampus group for a little while yeah we were in the Krampus walk yeah what did you what were you thinking in that moment because when we arrived there and then found the first group of Krampuses walking around we had explained to you nothing about what was going on. Yeah, from far away, I could only see a furry suit. And I just thought, if you ambush me and brought me to like some sort of furry convention, I'm going to be mad. It kind of was like a furry-ish convention. They were, there was lots of furry suits. But it was just walking, so the walking was okay. But then I got cold. And then I did not want to walk in the cold anymore. I have a weird question. Why do furries bother you and Krampus doesn't? I don't know. Mm. I'll have to do some soul searching some soul searching on it maybe you're not as afraid as furries as you thought maybe because furries try and be friendly and hug you and krampus wants to drag you to hell so i feel like there's no you feel safer secret bad intention (laughs) you feel like it's all on the table he's gonna like beat you with sticks and drag you to hell Mm -hmm. but if someone's nice to you then you're like what's the what's the scam what's the scam (laughs) yeah is it just the hugging you're worried about no but mostly the hugging so if we got you a t-shirt that said no physical contact, please, you would go to the furry convention. No, because I feel like they're just so bubbly and they just care about things and I don't. I just feel like the Wednesday Adams. You care about things. A little bit. Like puppies. I do like puppies. You could dress up as a scorpion and go. Only if the claws are like really pinchy. We could manage that. Pinchy claws, pinchy mm-hmm. claws. You heard it here first. Sydney's going to her first furry convention. I don't think you can go as a scorpion though. Why can't you? They're not furry. I mean, they got different types. They got ones that identify as like alligators and stuff, fish, hmm. salamanders, water Who bears. Who identifies as a salamander? What do salamanders even do? I just don't like upbeat things and when people are happy about things. I think that's the problem. So what you're saying is you just want more creationist museum. Because that man was just impassioned, but he wasn't happy. Yes. He was not happy. That was a terrible experience in my life. You're welcome for bringing it up again. The worst. (laughs) The worst. And as uh, Charlotte alluded to, right after we had gotten too cold walking around with the Krampuses, we did stop at Famoso for some pizza. Mm -hmm. 
local pizza chain here and watch them walk up and down the street. I did take some photos of Cheryl waving to a Krampus and mm -hmm. the Krampus waving back. Mm -hmm. We'll uh, post that to the social media. It was a great time. Sydney, would you recommend the Krampus knocked Krampus walk for other people? Yeah, it's pretty harmless. You go on a little walk, follow a Krampus. It's fine. Would you agree to dressing up like Krampus next year? I'm on the fence about it because I am always cold and those suits did look warm. Mm -hmm. But I don't like to wear masks. But you get to beat people with reeds. I have no upper body strength. Like, I can't beat anyone with a reed. You can give them a good whack. These are not, like, welt-leaving arms. I believe in you. <laughs> to be fair, the ones on White Ave were not leaving welts. That's true. No. I didn't see them beating anyone. No. But yeah, it's like a 7 out of 10. Do you want to go again next year? Maybe. If it's not, I don't want to go if it's cold. It'd be, it'd be good if they did it in the summer. <laughs> That's not when Christmas is. That's true. Well, that takes us to the end of the Krampus portion of our episode. And uh, now for the first time, we're doing sort of a repeat of previous episodes. We three podcasters of Canada are bearing gifts from Randonautic Car. That's right. We did the Randonauti or Nice again. We all had taken our Randonaut apps and met up at Canada's largest mall, West Edmonton Mall set our radius to one kilometer and we let randonautica tell us where to get presents for each other uh so i think problem number one and uh sydney was a bit more of a trooper than the rest of us yeah i was a trooper um pooper trooper <laughs> it was hard to get a point in the mall to actually generate it kept shooting us outside the mall I'm surprised that the mall is not a kilometer in diameter. Yeah, me too. Despite being the biggest. But it's like long. It's not like a circle. Yeah. That's the problem. Yes. Even like lengthwise, it's not mm. even a kilometer. It's probably like half that. What I eventually did was I picked a point in the mall that was the closest to where the Randonautica generated. So that's what I did. I and kept I generating. Oh, go ahead. Oh. I was going to say, I must have probably tried to get it to, like, generate something in the mall ten times before I gave up. It took a while. Mm -hmm. I kept generating points until I got it in the mall. I tried and tried and kept generating points blocks away from the mall, like, on the absolute perimeter of the one kilometer. Mm -hmm. And I had to sign up for the unlimited points just so I could keep going. <laughs> Eventually, I just waited for a point to drop close to the mall and went to the closest point. Inside of the mall to the point on the map. Oh, you guys should have used the pseudo point. It worked for me. But how many times did you have to hit? 100. Button? Yeah. 100 million times. That's, that, I did not have the patience for that. I don't like Christmas shopping at West Edmonton Mall. And we went on a Saturday. We sure did. It was so busy. Mm -hmm. It was. That wasn't the busiest I've seen it, though. No. I was like chill compared to some years. So while we were at the mall, we had recorded our rando nodding. Mm -hmm. uh, much like last year so i will cut those in at this moment mine are weird i felt weird doing it i felt like people were listening to me thank you for doing it for once i did it <laughs> all right and we'll cue those now okay so doing my first recording chris and cheryl said to just find a quiet spot in the west Edmonton mall in December, so one of the busiest shopping days of the year on a Saturday. Um, I kept generating points until I got a spot actually in the mall, and that placed me 
across the, like from the photo opportunity point at the Santa Maria, which is a big pirate ship. And the store closest to that is Chapel Hat. And I can actually already see inside the front of the store, they have funny socks sold by a different sock company. So that's what Chris is getting for his Randonautica Secret Santa. Okay, so we have Take No Shit, Give No Fucks. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I think these might be the lady socks. Okay, I found the man socks. We've got pretty decent boyfriend. Which is funny for a husband. Mm. None of these are really Chris energy. We almost went with a pair that said, not gonna lie, I just make shit up. Which did seem very Chris-like, but maybe a bit mean. But I have turned around at the last second and found a pair with what appears to be like a Bigfoot with a cup of coffee riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and that is 100% Chris energy. So, gift one is done. So the first person I was looking for a gift for, the first person I was looking for a gift for was Chris. So I had Renanautica make a point for me, and it sent me to the area of the mall where like Bex Antiques was. I was so super excited. And then when I randomly generated the number of first floor or second floor, it sent me to the first floor. And I was like, oh, darn. And I was originally thinking, oh, I'll just go upstairs to Beck Ant Antiques. But I did not. Because when I got out to that end of the mall, I realized La Vie en Rose was underneath Beck's. So, I then had it randomly generate me a letter, and I got you for underwear. So Chris is going to get a, a nice Christmas surprise. I just finished getting Sydney's present. She was the first one on my list. Much like what Cheryl was facing, the Randonautica app kept putting dots outside of West Edmonton Mall. The smallest radius you can set in the app is one kilometer, which is much larger than the mall actually is. So what I resorted to was going to the closest point in the mall to the to the eyedropper that dropped on the map. First one brought me to Winners. I think that's TJ Maxx to you American listeners. Pretty much the same store. It's a big old general store full of everything. As many of you know, Sydney is in love with cats, and I managed to find her something cat-related. And I think we'll, uh, I think I'll let you in on what the gift is when she unwraps it. Okay, so now I'm starting the second one for Cheryl. Chris, there are no just quiet places in the middle of the mall to pull over in the busiest shopping season. So I just look like a lunatic talking to myself. Anyway, we're gonna do our random number generator for the floor. Please hold. Okay, so we spun and got five, but I already did the lower level, so I cheated and spun again and got five again. So that's what I get for trying to cheat. And now I'm gonna pause it while I try and do my second set of coordinates because it took forever to get a spot actually inside the mall last time. So please hold. 
Okay, one billion points later, we have our point for Cheryl. It is across the mall in Winners, which is my favorite store in the entire world. So I'm probably gonna just hang out there for one million years. And I'm not gonna record myself walking because I'm listening to the final countdown, which is good adventure music. So I will see you when we get to Winners. The next person that I tried to get something for was Sydney. So it actually sent me to the same corner and it sent me to the, fun fact, the brick or to Toyota dealership. So was not going to the Toyota dealership. You can't find anything for 20 bucks in there. Um, but I went to International Clothiers and when I had it try generate a random thing for me, a random letter, it told me that I needed something with an O. So I was like, oh, that's okay. I can get an open front cardigan. Well. They don't have any in Sydney size. And because it's literally right next to Levion Rose, I've decided I'm going to generate another point and see where it takes me. All right, and I've just finished Cheryl's gift. Pretty much did what I ended up doing last year and set a new point from where I was right outside the winner's generated quite a few new points and finally landed on one uh, actually real close to where I was. The eyedropper was right outside the entrance for the Hudson's Bay company and I managed to find something that Cheryl will really enjoy. Cheryl is a Star Wars nerd and I found something that would appeal to that so I'll again I will let the reveal happen on air but feel free to make your own guesses. So we have made it to Winners and technically HomeSense and this is not easy like Chapel was. Chapel was a tiny store filled with tiny hats so that was relatively straightforward. Plus Chris works for a sock company and it's funny to give him socks from a different sock company. Winners on the other hand is massive so Cheryl likes birds and craft stuff. Winners does not sell birds. So I'm gonna go look maybe over by the craft things and see what we can come up with. Okay, bye. Okay, I guess when I said craft stuff, I kind of meant more like yarn. Cheryl likes yarn because she knits. I don't see any yarn, but I see a macrame kit, which is sort of like yarn, but different. Some of the designs are a little boring. We're gonna keep it in mind, but it's a contender. Um, I think this is gonna be over the limit, but there's a dinosaur. Okay, so against all odds, we have done it. I was in the book section looking for a book about birds which I did not find, but what I did find was a coffee table photography book about molecules. And Cheryl likes molecules and science, and Cheryl likes photography. So I feel this is the best thing. But that was only $15 and we have a limit of 20. So I found in the clearance section for her <laughs> some napkins with a bird with rainbow wings that say, born this way. And um, I think it's an LGBTQ thing, but who doesn't like the LGBTQ? And also they were on sale and they bird. And um, so I got her two packs of that. 
kind of rounded up to 20. And um, now we're done, we did it. Yay! So when I ran on Autocad, so when I ran on Autocad, the location for Sydney, it told me towards Winners, which I know is where Chris ended up going. And I was kind of a little worried because like I was thinking that was going to take forever. But <laughs> when I randomized the floor, it told me the second floor. And the only thing on the second floor in that area is struct tube. And I was like, there is no way I'm going to find something at struct tube. Funnily enough, I did find something at struct tube. It also randomly generated me the letter R. So I got something starts with the letter R from Structube. And uh, yeah, I think I'm done. Now I just gotta finish my personal shopping. Wasn't that great? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're all sitting around the table looking at each other. And we've all got our stacks of presents. I didn't wrap mine. People. I so at least in my case, when I did Randonautica, because I didn't want it to be randomly generating a point and me just going to the location, um, there's two floors to West Edmonton Mall. So I picked up a random number generator. And if it was an odd number, I was on the first floor. And if it was an even number, I was on the second floor. And then to make things even more random, I then got a random letter generator to generate a letter of what it was I was going to have to buy from that store. So whatever I was buying from that store had to start with the letter that was randomly generated. I only stole the number part of it for the up or the down. Yeah. And Chris did the direction of the point and then whichever one of the two stores, whether the lower floor or the upper floor, he so desired. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How do you think we should go about it this year? What did we do last year? I can't remember. Yeah, neither can I. That was forever ago. I think we just gave each other the presents. Chris, you give a gift to either Sydney or I. All right, I will go first. Since Sydney is being a big chicken, I'm going to give her her present. I'm not being chicken. Your two presents are like the same shape and size. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Here you are, Sydney. Thank you. Is there an introduction or do I just open it? Uh, it is a, well, I would like you to describe it first. And what's your best guess of what's inside? It's a box and it feels like a puzzle. Hmm. It really does feel like a puzzle. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Or a box with something in it. <laughs> no, just a box with bright colored paper. Can I open paper, it now? And the whole thing is topped with a bow. It's just, there's not even a bow. You're lying. Ow. That's a puzzle! <laughs> well done. I nailed that. How good am I? Could I be a professional gift guesser? I got a 100-piece puzzle of cats. Read again. Oh, the world of cats. That's cool. Read, this... read again again. It says cats. A thousand piece puzzle. <laughs> oh, a thousand piece. That's probably better. More pieces, more bang for your bucks. The world of cats and their sphinxes. Your favorite animal. So are you going to tell Sydney what store you got 
So the end of the mall it put me at, it was going to be either Winners or right above it would have been uh, Bye Bye Baby, at least from what I thought. <laughs> and we mm, we might save the baby stuff for the Valentine's episode for when you find love and marriage and har. baby in a baby carriage. Hardy har har. Yeah, I puttered around uh, the store there for a while. It's like a big department store. It has a little bit of everything. I came very close to getting you a onesie covered in cats, but they were $39, so they're mm-hmm. outside of our $20 gift limit. I'm not really a onesie person anyway. Well, you're a puzzle person now. I like puzzles. You're welcome. I'll do a puzzle. Sydney will film herself putting the puzzle together and upload it, maybe as a special for our Patreon listeners. No. <laughs> thinking i was wondering if i could do a blindfolded but i think you need your eyes for puzzles yes you probably would but could i do it based on the shapes it'd take a very very long time probably yeah well thank you there are many cats on this puzzle it's a big box of pussies Mm. yeah (laughs) i like these two cats that are in eggs and then there's kind of like a chonky cat and then there's two screaming gingers and then there's a cat with a yarn, and then a cat rolling over, and then a cat with those weird short ears. I think it's like a Scottish kind of cat. And then some wild looking cats, and then another ginger, and then another cat with a pink yarn. For more information about Sydney's love of cats, listen to our season two episode when she went to the online cat fest. There's a dog on here. It's a, it's a infiltrated. Yeah. There's one dog. Yeah. yeah. Dog's just a boy cat. <laughs> What did you say? A dog's just a boy cat? I shouldn't I shouldn't have opened the present first. I'm distracted now. Let's put it behind you. No. Nope. Okay, Cheryl. I believe it is your turn now. Well, since Sydney just went, I've got the one for Chris. Huzzah. Feels soft. It feels squishy. I bet it's a cat. I'm gonna say this is so hard because, like, Cheryl just picked the most random way of randomly selecting a <laughs> gift. Sure did. Hmm. I'm going to say it's a pillow for a dog. Okay. Only because it's small and soft and pillowy. Or maybe I, it's a large marshmallow. I was going to say, if I tell you where I got it, it'll give it away. So I'm going to wait for you to open it first. Some sort of clothing. Uh, oh, this is for you and I to enjoy together. Some beautiful lingerie. Yep. Are you embarrassed, Sydney? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a very effeminate man shirt. But <laughs> I, was like, I could pull it off. Designers are just like that. Uh, yes, it's true. So initially, the point sent me to what I thought might have been Beck's Antiques. Ooh, that would have been real cool. Except for I don't, I wasn't too sure that I was gonna be able to find something for ten dollars there. Wait, I thought it was twenty. I oh, did... it was twenty. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I did twenty. <laughs> Either way, I wasn't too sure if I was gonna be able to find something for the budget. But because I randomly generated a number and it told me the first floor, I was like, "Well, crap. Now what?" So I was like, "I don't even know what's under Bex Antiques." So I wander all the way over there and I find it's La Vie Rose. And I was like, well... It's like the Canadian Victoria's Secret. Yes. So I was like, I guess I'm going to have to randomly... And like, I was like, this is going to be freaking hard. Like, if I randomly generate a letter and it gives me, like, 
an X, and I can't find anything in the store that starts with an X. Like a xylophone. I'm, a xylophone. I'm gonna be throwing this whole idea right out the window. Funnily enough, the letter it generated was U. So underwear. Nice. And then Ooh, from there, it serendipitous. just yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was exactly the right letter for the right store. Obviously, you're not gonna be wearing the underwear, but uh, you can enjoy its aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I like that you basically just got a present for yourself, though, instead yes. of getting a present for Chris. It's a present for I me. I didn't know I could just buy presents for myself. Well, if you were going to share it with Chris, you could probably get one for yourself. Hmm. Besides which, I didn't technically pick the store, regardless of what I was getting from Le'Veon Rose. It's probably going to end up being for me because Chris probably cannot fit into women's nightgowns. We've never tried. They have very inclusive sizing. Do they? Okay. Yeah. They go I'm, up to a 2X there. Oh, I'm nice. a, like a tall person. So it would be a short nightgown on you. Like a like a wife beater size. Just leave my dangling unmentionables <laughs> poking out like a little... <laughs> <laughs> like a snake hanging out of a parking garage. Oh, I hate it. No, I'm embarrassed. I hate it. I would have thought you'd been more embarrassed because this is like two years in a row now that Cheryl's gotten me a sexy gift for a rando nodding. I w- I'm not embarrassed, though. I'm You're just... so embarrassed. No. You're turning red. You're turning red. So that was Chris's gift. I like it. Yep, I'm glad. I was like, wow, designers are really getting courageous with men's shirts now. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you can find men's shirts like that at the bay. Yeah. Is it my turn now? It sure is. So, who do... so I'll do Cheryl's first. Sure. Now, Sydney didn't bother to wrap anything. Listen, wrapping gifts is for children. I said it, and I stand by it. I got to go get a wrapping paper and then put it on the stuff, and it's not always wrapping shaped where it's going to be wrapped nicely. So that's trash. And then you're just going to rip it off. You're going to be just as surprised when I pull it out of this cat bag as if I just didn't. If only they made some sort of bag for gifts. And then you're going to, what, take it out and use the bag every day? No, you're not. Like I don't a, think I wrapped your gifts last year either. No, like you did not. gift bag. I put yours in a Lululemon bag. Yes, And you then did. you could use that bag. Yes. I'm big on utility. Okay. I, I think there's something behind this gift bag idea. It's wasteful. <laughs> it's silly and wasteful. And I just don't like to wrap things unless <laughs> you're a child. We spent a whole day pigging out completely thoughtless presence <laughs> <laughs> and you're worried about being wasteful i put a lot of thought into mine so i this is the second one that i did or should i do chris's first because that's the first one that i did either or i won't cry i promise well chris's gift is not as good actually it's a bag with a bunch of black hats on it so first of all when i first <laughs> went i thought that i got a point and I started walking away from the ice rink and the final countdown started playing. And I was like, this is extremely epic. But then the point was in the parking lot. So I had to come back and keep going. And then those two got frustrated and left and cheated. I bet there was someone selling things in the parking lot. Maybe, but we'll never know. <laughs> and then I kept rolling and kept rolling. I finally got a point over by the pirate ship. So then I did the number generator and I got an odd number for the first floor. So yes. then... I- and by this point, the song was over, so I had to play it on Spotify. Mm. The final countdown. Your good job. Yeah. And our mall does have a pirate ship. It is a big mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just by the pirate ship. So then I went all the way over there, and the store that it was 
by my best guesstimate by my best guesstimation it was chapel which if you don't know what that is is this tiny weird hat store and i did not think there was going to be anything for twenty dollars in there because these are like expensive hats and like steampunk hats and like little tiny hats that are actually a headband which i thought might be funny um (laughs) but then at the very front they had socks i guess i just spoiled your present but it's socks isn't it it's socks nice oh sweet and it's and it's not your sock company which i thought was funny yes well done it's true you'll get me in trouble at work yeah Mm -hmm. good luck sock everybody and i almost got you a pair that said to be honest i just make shit up and then i turned around and i saw those and i was like those that's very chris energy well done nice yeah Yeah, it is a, a pair of knit socks it has i think it's Yep, this is the name of it, Cup of Ambition. Sasquatch is riding atop a Tyrannosaurus Rex with a full cup of joe. Well done. That's what you get. That's and you don't gift. think this is very good. I like it. I wear socks every day. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as Cheryl's gift, I don't think. Hmm. So hopefully Cheryl likes her gift. <laughs> <laughs> you could have put that in a gift bag. You could just take it out of the bag to wear them. It's true, but then I'd have something to open. I'm sorry. And I spoiled it, too. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Chris. Are you any more surprised than if I wrapped it? Or less surprised? You know, I was... uh, Same amount of surprise. Happy that you made your recordings. (laughs) And then you dashed my happiness. (laughs) I don't like to wrap stuff. It's too many steps. You go find the paper and cut the paper and make it fit the present. For someone born in the nineties, tape the paper and label the paper. You think you'd be able to wrap more? Sydney, remember how Chris spent a while trolling you about ice cream? Yeah. You kind of have to let it go. Sometimes he's just trolling. No, he means it. He's sad. I should have given Cheryl a present because now Cheryl still has no present. (laughs) It's fine. No, that's okay. Ruined everything. Because we circle around the table and come back to me, and my gift is for Cheryl. I hope it's the same puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> now, early predictions as to what it is. I'd be very surprised if you can guess. Were you surprised that I guessed? A little bit. <laughs> I'm just, I felt this edge, and it just felt like a puzzle. <laughs> Anytime I ask you like questions or like predictions, you're like, I don't know. Sometimes I know. I'm a psychic. You wasted your psychic powers on a puzzle piece. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess that it's like shadow box of some sort. Hmm. Well, let's open it up and see. I hope you guessed right. Yay! Oh, that's cool. So, Chris got me a Millennium Falcon gingerbread kit. It's not a gingerbread house. It's a gingerbread Millennium Falcon. The Randonaut app put me in somewhere of the vicinity of the Hudson's Bay. Nice. And I walked all over the place. I was like trying to find something. And this is the bay and everything's like vaguely kind of expensive yes. there. And their ornament section, which is where all the cheap stuff would be, 
uh, was pretty cleared out. I think everyone had been in there. And as I was like walking to the escalator, I saw this stand and they had the the gingerbread Millennium Falcon on there. And I'm like, Cheryl loves Star Wars. Sure do. I'm going to build this and then eat it slowly. And so I had picked it up. I carried it. And the price was like $18.99. I'm like, it's perfect. I'm right at that mark. And I didn't know it, but the bay had it for 50% off. So it ended up costing about like $10. Congrats. That's awesome. And I'm like, I don't know. Do I get something else? Do I get you two? But then I just decided to get the one thing because mm-hmm. it looks like a fun thing to do. It does look like a fun thing to do. I'm excited to make it and then post the photos to our podcast when I've made it. It was also at this point on my way out of the store... Uh, I sent you guys the photo, but I had found a half-spent pack of cigarettes just lying on the floor of the oh, bay. Oh, wow. And I messaged you guys asking if it counts if I didn't spend any money on the on the gift. <laughs> getting uh, cigarettes for your asthmatic wife is probably not the uh, best Christmas gift you could get someone. It's true. <laughs> kind of sends a, a dark, ominous uh-huh. message. Actually, when I was a smoker and very poor, someone did get me cigarettes as a present. And it was like the absolute nicest present I've ever gotten. They got you lung cancer. Yeah, but they got my brand. (laughs) Of lung cancer. Which is like expensive. (laughs) It's a nice thing to do. Cuban cigars? No, I I used to smoke um, Exporta or Exporta or however you say it. I don't know. I don't smoke. Yeah. Well, don't ask then. Okay. So I'm just saying cigarettes can be a nice gift if it's mm-hmm. for a smoker who mm-hmm. doesn't have any money to buy their own cigarettes. Well, the next gift, if we're going in alphabetical order, is I'm giving Sydney the gift I got for her. It's a puzzle. <laughs> Here we go. Careful, you'll hurt it. There's a puppy! It's a statue of some kind. Open it. There's also a secret hidden gift, just an FYI. Is it just $20? <laughs> no. I should do that one here. That'd be funny. It's like it put me at an ATM. It's a puppy. Ooh, I found the secret gift first. Yes. Is this from Lush? It's no. weed. I'll tell you the story after you open your present. There's soap. It's soap. Nice covering for the cocaine. <laughs> So much wrapping. The price tag might still be on here, so I all apologize. of the price tags are on your product. Okay, good. Then I don't have to feel bad. Why did you do this? The store did that technically. It's a fox. Why soap and a fox? Okay, so we'll start with the fox. I like the fox. So it generated the end where winners was. And I was like, gosh, wouldn't it be hilarious if it ended up where Winners was? So I generated my random number, and it told me the second floor. And I was like, isn't the store above Winners closed down? I was like, I'm pretty sure it is. So I went and did the random random knot again, and it put me pretty much the exact same location. Hmm. And I was like... But I swear, that store is closed. And when I did the random number generator again, sure enough, it put me on the second floor. I was like, all right, well, whatever. I'm just going to go see what's there. And what is directly above winners is, in fact, struct tube. Oh, I know what that is. And my brain was like, 
what am I going to find for $20 at yeah, StruckTube? StruckTube is a home furnishing and decor store Correct. in Edmonton, sort of like an Ikea. And then did I Did you know that I like foxes? I did not actually. I like foxes. Well, so then when I did the random letter generator. I like foxes cuz they're the cats of wild animals. Oh, that's cute. It actually reminded me a lot of Freddy. What do they say? Fox things. <laughs> you never watched the video? What does the fox say? No, I'm just not playing into that oh, okay. song reference. <laughs> Grinch. So, when I had it randomly generate me a letter, gave me an r i was like what the hell am i gonna find r related in here so in french foxes renard so i was like that is literally the only thing in structube that starts with an r in french in french um that is under twenty dollars twenty dollars and under nice so you got yourself a fox Mm. Bulbous, bulbous. Now, the soap is because I ordered myself some nice shaving bars from Etsy that are peppermint. And the kind Etsy seller gave me a bunch of free samples of soap that she also sells from her store. You have the lavender bar, so you're welcome. (laughs) Cheryl is allergic to lavender. So I was trying to figure out which one the lavender was because Mm. it, like, there's four soaps. It's actually a really good deal. She gave me four free samples like that of soaps. Ooh. And um, so I'm just trying to sniff them. And I'm like, like, I can't tell like which one's the lavender one. And I held that one up to my face. and went sniff and my eyes started to puff. And I was like, yeah, that's I think it. that's the lavender one. Found it. <laughs> so you're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If you well, want to name drop the Etsy seller, feel free. Oh, uh, I'd have to go look it up. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed. Why? Because I have referenced at least three Christmas songs and none have gotten stuck in your head this year. Gotta try harder. I did try harder. It was so easy the previous two years. What did you get stuck in my head last year? I can't remember last year, but the first year was um, the Do You Hear What I Hear. Oh, you know why you can't get a song stuck in my head this year? It's because I'm absolutely fucking obsessed with a Bring Me the Horizon Ed she ran song right now so it's all full up here ed sheeran just has too many stupid demands well he hung out with bring me the horizon and the collab is real good and that's like the only song i've been oh, listening to for I like thought three he was days asking people to bring him the horizon like he's some sort of <sighs> insane tyrant no he partnered with bring me i thought you would know who that was no guess you listen to lame music okay uh, so this is a Canadian Etsy seller called Lie of the Land Soap. And uh, yeah, she gave me a bunch of free stuff when I ordered two peppermint shaving bars instead of using shave gel. I'm going to use peppermint shave bars. Also thrown at this point with all the corporate name dropping. We're not being sponsored by anyone. We've never been sponsored, but if you'd like to be the first. It's true. Drop us a message. Yes. We mm-hmm. would love to talk. Okay, ready? Yep. I'm not going to say the story first because I fucked up Chris's present and spoiled it. Sounds good. No, you could just unwrap it from here. Uh, no, I want to give it to you, actually. Close okay. your eyes. Close okay. your eyes. Close my eyes. Open your eyes. Ooh, it's a book of elements and molecules. It's photos of science. Nice. 
So I got winners as well. <laughs> I'm shocked I didn't run into anyone. Um, but I was like, well, I had to go way back to the other side of the mall because they're... Winners must be paying Rand and Nautica money. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's also a big store, though. That's the thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. But sure. I'm obsessed with winners. I go to winners all the time. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to be in there for a thousand years trying to find a present. You're hoping some of that winning will rub off on you. What? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, and then, so I went in and I was like, Cheryl likes birds. I will get Cheryl a bird from Winners. And I didn't want to get any like hair products or stuff because she's allergic to lavender and that's Mm -hmm. in like all of the sets. And I did find a bird. It was like a peacock. It was like perfect. It was $40. I was like, ah, but it was like a treasure chest. So there's a good peacock treasure chest at Winners if you want. But I play by the rules, so couldn't get you that um and then i was wandering around around i couldn't find you any birds and i was looking at like craft stuff and like maybe some yarn because cheryl likes yarn mm-hmm. and i just didn't there was like crochet kits but i just didn't like them i just thought they were stupid so then on my like fourth wander around i was like maybe i could share a book of birds and then i found the photos because you mm-hmm. like photos i do and it's like a nice coffee table book mm-hmm. of molecules. And I was like, hope it's under $20. And it was under $20. And because it was under $20 and I don't skimp, I topped it up with more gifts. Oh, wow. Close your eyes again. Okay. Oh, it's napkins. They are clearance napkins, I think, left over from nice. Pride. I love them. They're very cute. They got a little hummingbird with rainbow wings, and it says born this way. And you got two because they nice. were on clearance. We're all born this way. Mm-hmm. So I got it, like, right to the $20 mark. It's also very color coordinating. The purple on the wings matches the purple in the book. Yeah. Well done. I did a good job. Mm-hmm. Approved. Merry Christmas. Now, I would say the one thing that I was very glad about the random letter generator, and I know that both of you thought that was hardcore mode, it made it a whole lot easier to try figure out what to get someone because mm. so Chris and I are going to be hanging out with our D&D group and doing a gift exchange with them. And so I tried to do the randonautica for that too. I had it randomly generate me a point and it sent me to Menar from Mars. And I was like, that is not a store I would have gone to on my own. So then I went there and I was like, well, this is for the D&D group. Like, I can't just randomly have it generate something for me because they have a theme going on. I spent so long in that store trying to pick something that having the random letter generator where it's like, nah, you need to pick something that starts with an R Mm. or you need to pick something that starts with whatever. I found that that was a whole lot easier than when I didn't have any direction. And I was just like, well, I guess I got to find something that meets the theme of the gift exchange. And I spent like 10 minutes with two separate things in my hand, just like looking back and forth. Yeah, Yeah. Trying to figure it out. And I was like, this just, it felt way more difficult than it probably should have been. But I don't know. I want to still impress Chris's friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're impressed. <laughs> I hope so. You're very likable. Mm. I think Chris's gift was easier for me because it's just like super weird. It was like as soon as I saw the print, I was like, yeah, that's yep. the one. It was very on brand for Chris. But yours was like a better find and you got more things. Mm-hmm. It's true. And I found some birds. 
Well done. I'm looking forward to helping you eat the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. So you also kind of just got a present for yourself. Yeah. I mean. Even it... if she's like wearing the lingerie while she <laughs> helps eat it with me. <laughs> Hot dog. I think that's the fun of being married to somebody that you're exchanging gifts with. The gift is rarely just for you. It's for the other person that's living in the house with you. Mm. That's why you need to, you know. Our Valentine's Day episodes, we're going to find you someone. Kind of settled into being single. I'm a big fan. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't even do the emotional labor for myself. I don't really have time to do it for someone else. Mm. So you want a giver? No, I just want to be left alone with Mm. snacks. Okay. Yeah. You want a pizza delivery man? No, I don't like, I can't have pizza all the time. So how did you guys like it this year? Uh, Last year we did on White Ave, which is an outdoor set of stores. How did you like it? being inside of a shopping mall where everything was indoors better i really don't like west dead at christmas time i cannot express that enough i avoid the mall like the plague mid-november to the end of january that entire space of time if i don't have to go to the mall i will not go to west Edmonton mall because i don't like that many people and i don't like crowds i liked white app because i felt like my results were more random mm-hmm because it might be in a little weird neighborhood, but it might be within like viewing distance of like a little store. That's true. Which is how I got to go to the gas station for 7-Eleven for your present last year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which, FYI to everyone, it was a big hit at our wedding. It kept Chris's grandpa and his wife entertained. Yep, grandpa's a big skip bow player. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sydney, what did you think? I like being inside. That's all you have down. to say better it was better mm-hmm. outside is not good as a person who gets seasonal affective disorder that's surprising you need the sun there is no sun like there's but it's cold out there there's some sun it's just <laughs> not worth it sun maybe i need to live in like a glass house but then you can't wander around naked in your house i don't wander around i'm freezing all of the time i'm always like in layers it's not like an act that's because you live in a basement suite yeah i started wearing like two pants at one time and it's better than one pants. That's fair. Yeah. I'd like to throw <laughs> it in at this moment. Please sign up for our Patreon. Sydney needs any more money body from heat. pants. <laughs> Help her from keeping having to live underground in I the need cold, heated away pants. from the sun. Can you buy heated pants? Probably. I need you can heated buy pants. heated vests working outdoors in the cold. But it's my feet that get cold. You can buy heated gloves and slip them over your feet. No, I'm not a child. You actually could probably buy heated socks. But if you get burns on your hands or feet or genitals, you have to go straight to the hospital. Well, don't have it up that high. Don't burn them, you dummy. Just saying. (laughs) Just saying, God. Well, on that note of God, (laughs) and today being the day of of his own birth as his own son, like to say thank you very much for listening to this year's christmas special uh i would say uh definitely tune in for our next uh episode january 13th we are going to go over our annual predictions from last year that we had made we'll see if anyone was more or less psychic for the entire year Uh, i think i just proved i'm the most psychic i just guess that was a puzzle you look surprised you didn't guess that last year though I guess it this year. It wasn't in your predictions. And foxes are also a puzzle, so I was right twice. It's true. <laughs> and they make terrible news. I was right. <laughs> and didn't get it. Fox news. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
I don't have cable. I don't think you need cable to know what Fox News is. I forgot about them. Mm. All right. Well, Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh, This is your host, Chris, signing off. This is Cheryl saying Merry Christmas. Bye. And to all a good night. Thanks for listening to today's very special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, spread the joy and share us with your friends or leave a review. If you really enjoy our podcast and you want to support us in doing more episodes, consider donating to our Patreon or leave us suggestions in the comment section on our website or social media. Or you can email us at IWentOutsidePod at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on our social medias. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We don't got Snapchat because that's for creeps. We don't have Twitter. We don't have Twitter. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. We got Facebook, Insta. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm not going to do it again. It's not going to be as good. Why don't we have Twitter? <laughs> we got Facebook. We got Instagram. And you can see all our photos and adventures that don't get turned into episodes because every day of our life is an adventure. Bye.